We're joined now by Chip Brown of Horns 247 and The Zone Radio. Chip, how are you, my friend? What's going on? I don't know it, and I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're with us. And let's talk some. Let's talk some Longhorns and UTEP. First of all, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, as Glenn pointed out just a minute ago, you have coordinator changes on Tom Herman's staff. What are you looking for when you see, uh, um, when you watch the game and, and, and look to both sides of the ball, both offensively and defensively, with the new with the new coordinators? Well, I I thought that the offense failed to evolve last year, and I think Mike Gersich could do a really good job of getting this offense into rhythm. Uh, it sounds like he and Sam Ellinger have totally vibe, and, and so I think that Gersich is an upgrade from Tom Herman's offense by committee, uh, which involved Larry Fedora last year, obviously. Larry, Larry Fedora, now the offensive coordinator at Baylor. Um, and then defensively, I think Todd Orlando was hot. I mean, he was running a 3-4 team that basically had the defensive linemen just slanting into gaps to create blitzing lanes for the linebackers and safeties. And now bringing Chris Ash, who was on the Ohio State staff with Tom Herman when they won the national championship in 2014, and, you know, I think that he's going to let these defensive linemen use their hands, get upfield. That's what, that's what these guys want. I mean, you got guys like Saquon Graham from right there in Temple and, and you know, Andre Coburn and Joseph Osai and, and now Alfred Collins, this freshman five-star defensive lineman who's already uh, in the – He's already backing up Saquon Graham at the free technique and will play a lot on Saturday, I'm told. I think this this is exciting. I mean, I think Herman upgraded at the at the coordinator position. Chip, I think most of us are excited to see what Jordan Whittington, Jordan Whittington can do this year. How has he recovered from that groin injury and how much of an impact do you think he'll have on this offense? You know, he's He's dynamic. He's versatile. I think they're going to move him around. I think you're going to see him at the receiver position, motion into the backfield, carry the football. I think you could see him line up at H-back. I mean, he's a he's a stout 220 um, and just such a great athlete. Such a, he's just a football player. I mean, he could play six different positions. That, that kid just wants to get out there and play football and – and so I think he's not all the way back to where he was before those four turning surgeries last year. I was told he's not hit 21 miles per hour in their speed testing the way he had previously. But I don't know that that guy needs to run 21 miles per hour to make an impact. So right. I think he's just a guy who makes plays and has a will to win. I'm, I'm excited to see him play. Well, we're at the point right now where the players on this team are Tom Herman's recruits for the most part. So will this be the season that Texas finally makes the push towards the college football playoff and we can see what to expect from Herman? I think this is the year. I mean, I've said for two years 2020 would be the year because Sam Ellinger would be a four-year starter at quarterback. And like you just said, all those top ten recruiting classes the past four years would be maturing. And so now 
you have all these juniors like Joseph Osai and DeAndre Coburn or, or three-year players, I should say. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are redshirt sophomores. But I think that this is a team with 17 starters back, the veteran quarterback. I think the schedule shapes up. I mean, the Big 12 did OU no favors in the revised schedule. I mean, you look at their Big 12 season – they open with the four best defenses in the Big 12, K-State, Iowa State, Texas, and TCU. And they don't play a single home game in October. Hmm. Not one. So, I mean, Lincoln Riley knows that. I just find it hard to believe that the Big 12, you know, put them in a situation like that as a five-time defending champion. Plus, OU, two of their best players opted out, Kennedy Brooks, um, and also – um, Jalen Redmond, who had six and a half sacks last year. You got Ronnie Perkins and Ramondre Stevenson, who are probably getting suspended for the, you know, several games. They're supposed to miss half the season after uh, being suspended at the bowl game. And, and so, you know, OU's got some hurdles. They had a first-time starter at quarterback. I'm not, you know, Lincoln Riley's the best in the business, so I'm not expecting OU's offense to drop off much, but. You know, they got some hurdles that they haven't had. Talking with Chip Brown of Horns 247 and 1330 The Zone in Austin. Chip, obviously Sam is is the leader of the football team, quality football player. But is there something that the staff would tell you privately, hey, we'd like to see him get a little better at and then fill in the blank? Well, the offense did not evolve last year, and I thought they ran too much four verticals. His best stuff is crossing routes and quick developing stuff. And I think that's what Yersic has brought in. From what I'm told, he's brought in a lot of new route concepts to get guys open quickly. And they've got quick, fast guys like Jake Smith, Jordan Whittington, Josh Moore, who can you know get those quick little receiver screens and make some yards after the catch. You know, one of the things that caught everyone's attention on the depth chart when it came out yesterday was at six foot four wide receiver Brennan Eagles, who was seen as the heir apparent to Colin Johnson, uh, was not a starter. He's backing up Michigan grad transfer Tariq Black at that X receiver position. So they need him to come on because that guy's a big, fast, strong wide receiver who made a bunch of big plays for this offense last year. And um, I need him to come on. You know, and then at the running back position, let's see what Keontae Ingram brings. He's been up and down, injured some in the fall camp. They're very excited about Rashawn Johnson, the quarterback turned running back who, man, what a story. If this kid can, you know, somehow become RB1 for Texas, he's got so much toughness and grit. And then, you know, the five-star running back, John Robinson, some feel was the best running back in the country coming out of high school. So they're thin at running back, but they're talented. 100,000-seat stadium, and, you know, with, with COVID, uh, it, it's going to have a different feel, isn't it, Chip? Oh, it is. I mean, it's going to be an echo chamber. I mean, and I think that's going to mess with the kids a, a bit. You know, playing a home game to empty, empty seats and no band. I mean, no, Texas is not putting their band out there until they see how this first week goes and how it goes for other schools that are having their band. 
So, you know, it's going to be a different atmosphere. They're going to need to have a, a basketball-type, you know, video board, music, <laughs> sound system going on, uh, you know, to, to bring some life into that stadium because there's going to be a lot of empty seats. Hey, Chip, we, we, we know you're busy. We appreciate your time. Thanks for jumping on with us, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, you got it. We'll see you. Chip Brown from Horns 247 and 1330, The Zone. It's 1040, 20 away from 11 with Tom Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. We'll take a break, and we will come back with more in just a moment.